you're listening to the Cassandra Mack podcast where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess. Make sure to hang out until the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you have a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMackMinistries.com. There you'll find some amazing books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, and t-shirts, all designed to inspire you to live your blessed life. So we are in the month of April. Happy birthday, To everyone who has a birthday during the month of April, happy birthday to you. This is your month and celebrate. Shout out to those of you who are listening from all across the USA. Those of you who are listening in Namibia, Nigeria, Ghana, Finland, Germany, Australia, London, UK, uh, anywhere else where you're listening, Canada, uh, China, wherever you are listening, We want to say thank you, we want to say welcome, and we are excited that you are connected to what we're doing here at Cassandra Mack Ministries. Let us know, where do you listen to the podcast from? What part of the world are you from? So today's podcast is being sponsored by a company called Aspire and Reach for More. Aspire and Reach for More provides quality, client-centered, compassionate mental health services. They treat the whole person, mind, body, and spirit, utilizing a holistic and integrated approach in delivery of care. Their areas of focus include individual, group, and family counseling, assessing behavioral health and substance issues while providing evidence-based therapeutic services to improve physical, spiritual, and psychological well-being. Aspire and Reach for More offers books, worksheets, and pamphlets to help people improve their quality of life and aid them in reaching their goals. If you would like more information, you can visit Aspire and Reach for More at www.aspireandreachformore.com. That's www.aspireandreachformore.com. Thank you, Aspire and Reach for More, for sponsoring today's video. Make sure to check them out. They've got some great books, some great services that you definitely will want to make use of if you are looking for client-centered, compassionate mental health services that use a integrated approach in the delivery of care, treating the whole person physically, spiritually, psychologically. So with that being said, on today's episode of the Cassandra Mack podcast, we're talking about one of the biggest signs that'll clue you in that you're dealing with a passive aggressive personality. So a lot of times, right, you might be dealing with someone where you're saying to yourself, you know, Whenever I communicate with them, I always have this underlying feeling that there's something more that's going on underneath the surface, that there's something more going on under the radar. And there just always seems to be this little hint of hostility in the conversation with this individual. I can't put my finger on it. And so it's important to kind of know when you're dealing with a passive aggressive individual. And the thing about passive aggressiveness is by definition, Passive aggressiveness is the art of exhibiting anger without seeming angry. Now, I'm not mad, but yet everything in their behavior, body language, and facial expression is demonstrating that they are upset, that they are angry. 
And so it is a behavior that allows one to avoid conflict, to suppress anger, to avoid having to be direct when they're actually angry, whether it's anger in the form of being annoyed, frustrated, resentful. And the thing is, when you deny passive aggressive behavior and you play along with it, it reinforces the habit of passive aggressiveness. And not only is it a way to avoid confrontation, it's also a way to avoid responsibility. Now, it goes without saying that there are some people who have come up in environments where they had to kind of silence their voice. And so they were never able to communicate anger or frustration directly. But once we become adults, right, we need to start taking charge of our lives. We need to become more self-aware. And the thing is, when you are at the job, you are not at the job to be somebody's psychotherapist, and that's not being mean, but you have your own stuff to do. And so, yes, of course, you can exercise a degree of compassion, and we're supposed to be compassionate and, and empathetic. But there is a difference between being a compassionate person and supporting the habit of passive aggressive behavior. You want to be mindful of that, right? And so here is the number one way that you are going to know that you are dealing with a passive aggressive behavior, no matter what they try to convince you to believe. It is the denial of being angry while clearly demonstrating anger by way of their behavior. I'm going to repeat that. Denying that they are angry while clearly demonstrating anger by way of their behavior. Now, remember, anger doesn't necessarily have to be rage. Anger is resentment. Anger can be just being annoyed, frustration. There are levels. And so it is denying the emotion of anger while clearly demonstrating anger by way of their behavior. Now, if you remember that we know people by their fruit and fruit is what one produces by way of their actions, behavior, habits, choices, you will know what you're dealing with by the fruit. And so the fruit of passive aggressiveness, the produce of passive aggressiveness is low-key hostility. So that may come out in the form of sarcasm, backhanded compliments. Those are some of the ways that you will be able to clearly see that although the person is denying that they are angry, their actions clearly demonstrate anger. So this is what will be helpful for you to do the next time you are trying to figure out if somebody's being passive aggressive with you. Are they denying the anger? So no, I'm not angry. I'm not annoyed. I'm not frustrated. I'm good. I'm okay. No, that doesn't bother me. But pay attention to the fruit, not the words that they're saying. What is the behavior? What is the behavior? Because behavior doesn't lie. Words will lie with our words, but behavior doesn't lie. So imagine having a teenager, to give you an example. And your teenager says they're not angry, but they're slamming the door, rolling their eyes, raising their voice. So those are demonstrated behaviors of anger. So when an individual is demonstrating the behavior of angry, you know, the, the behavior of anger, I should say, you know that you are dealing with the emotion of anger. How do you know? Well, the Bible is clear. We know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from uh, thorns and figs from thistles. And so if an individual is showing you thorny behavior, 
That's what it is. There's a thorn on their side, so to speak. There's something that's pricking at them, something that is making them angry. And so this will allow you to be able to say, okay, I'm not imagining it. I'm not going to sit here and let myself be gaslighted. I know that I'm dealing with passive aggressive behavior. I just heard what they said. It was sarcastic. The tone that they're speaking to me is belittling and patronizing. I am not over, uh, I am not uh, being overly sensitive. I am clear about what I heard. I am clear that I saw them slam a door. I am clear that they are giving me the silent treatment because whenever I ask a question, mm-hmm, aha, mm-hmm, aha, mm-hmm, and they're saying the bare minimum, I know that we normally communicate in a particular way. If I text them, they'll text me back at least within the hour or they'll text me back by the end of the day. But if three days went by and there's no text and I know how we normally communicate with one another, I can clearly see that there's no response to my text. That's not in my mind. I could see it in my phone. So it is denying the emotion of anger while clearly demonstrating, clearly demonstrating anger by way of behavior. And so when we're demonstrating something, we're expressing or exhibiting something. We're displaying something. So fruit is displayed, right? When you pass a peach tree or an apple tree, you can see the fruit that's displayed on the tree. And so the question is, if you were trying to gauge whether you were dealing with someone who communicates by way of passive aggressive behavior, don't be sidetracked by the denial of anger. Look at the behavior that is being expressed. That will be the greatest indicator where you can gauge what you are dealing with. So I want to give you a scripture that really drives the point home. And on next week's podcast, we're going to talk about how do you deal with someone who's being passive aggressive? What is a helpful technique? And I'm going to give you a power technique next week on next week's podcast that is helpful. So make sure to come back so that you have the strategy. So James 3 and 11, the third chapter of James verse 11 says, does a fountain sent out from the same opening, both fresh and bitter water? And the answer to that is no. So if somebody is sending out bitter water by way of their tone of voice, by way of the hostility in their word choice, by way of sarcasm or backhanded compliments, by way of the silent treatment, right? That is bitter water, so to speak. So if the fountain of that individual, the fountain of their heart is sending out bitter water, then that means that they're in a space where the water ain't fresh because a fountain does not send out, a fountain does not send out from the same opening, both fresh and bitter water. And so an individual from the same heart is not sending out fresh and bitter words. It's one or the other that's coming out of their mouth at that time. And so even if they are trying to hide it, right? So think about like when a person is using sarcasm, they are trying to camouflage the intent of the message under the guise that they are only joking. 
it is a camouflage. But the, the goal of a camouflage is to give the appearance or to hide the true thing. And so when you can begin to see, oh, this is trying to camouflage the, the fact that this individual is angry and for whatever reason, whether they didn't develop clear communication skills, whether they have a hard time expressing their anger, whatever the reason for it is, the bottom and top line is I am dealing with an individual who is resorting to passive aggressive communication in this moment, in this interaction. They're engaging in passive aggressive communication. I, I will not allow myself to be gaslighted into believing that I am not seeing what I am seeing and I am not hearing what I just heard. And so a fountain cannot send from the same opening both fresh and bitter water. And think about if ever, right, you're in your apartment, your home, and the pipe is rusty. And when you uh, turn on the faucet and, you know, you have like brown water coming out, so if the brown water is coming out, in that instance, the water is brown. It is not clear. And so it is not until the faucet is, is repaired or whatever the issue is that is not allowing clear water to come out is rectified that the water is not going to be clear. And so it is the same principle. So I hope that this gave you some clarity if you were trying to figure out, you know, I feel like I'm dealing with an individual who resorts to passive aggressive communication when they are dealing with me, but they keep telling me that they're not angry, yet I am seeing the clear evidence of anger by way of behavior, word choice, body language. So now you can begin to rest assured that you are not imagining what you are clearly seeing. So with that being said, remember next week, on the Cassandra Mac podcast, I'm going to give you one powerful skill to deal with a passive aggressive individual without playing into the dance of passive aggression. Because a lot of times what happens is when a person is being passive aggressive, it's real tempting to be like, well, okay, two could play at that game. You know, we could both get on some, we could both get on some sarcastic and backhanded stuff, but you don't want to let somebody drag you into that space. So I'm going to give you a power skill next week to deal with a passive aggressive person without playing in, into their hand, without playing into that kind of like petty little game. So here are some resources. Here's a resource for the week. So I want to encourage you to pick up the book, Master Your Mind, Mood and Attitude in the Workplace. So although the book is written for you to practice mental well-being in the workplace, the tools that are in the book, you can use in your personal life as well, but it was written for the workplace to facilitate and foster workplace well-being. It's master your mind, mood, and attitude in the workplace. And it's a real simple A to Z guide. And it follows the letters of the alphabet. And each letter gives you a, a particular tip that you can use to put mental well-being practices in place while you are at work. And you can use these tips in any area of your life, your personal life as well. So that's Master Your Mind, Mood, and Attitude in the Workplace. It is available at Amazon. So if you just type in my name, and there's also a link in the uh, description box for my books to for my books at Amazon and my books at uh, Barnes & Nobles. The uh, second resource that I would encourage you to get is the Too Blessed to be Petty hoodie. So this is part of our merchandise where we have inspirational merch to encourage and motivate. And, uh, you know, when I wear these hoodies, and I, I wear my own hoodies, so when I wear these hoodies that have the different 
positive models, positive sayings, inspirational, uh, affirmational sayings, it allows me to start my day in a positive note when I put on the hoodie or I put on the t-shirt or I drink from one of the coffee mugs that have different uh, positive affirmations, different positive sayings. It sets my tone for the day. And I firmly believe that how you start your day sets your tone for the rest of the day. The world already is going to come at you with all kind of chaos, craziness, and negativity. But when you make up your mind to start your day on a positive note, you were already taking control of your morning. You were taking control of your life. And so what the hoodies and the t-shirts and the mugs do for me is it sets my intention for the day. So when I have on my hoodie that says too blessed to be petty, I am already making a statement to myself and to the world that even if petty things come at me, I'm going to be reminded that I'm too blessed to allow myself to get dragged into something that is going to knock me off of my focus and take me off of my game. So I would encourage you to check out our merch. The link is in the description as well. And uh, you will definitely see something that'll make a great gift for yourself or for somebody else who you would like to be a blessing to. So if our ministry has been a blessing to you, consider giving a financial offering. Every bit really does help. We want to thank those of you who sow into this ministry faithfully each and every week. We could not do what we do without your love, without your faithful offerings, your generosity and your support. We thank God for you. We thank God that God has led you to be a blessing here into the work that we're doing here at Cassandra Mac Ministries. If you would like more inspirational tips, tools, and teachings, you can always join me on Sundays with believers from all around the globe for our Sunday church by phone uh, service. You can find out more by going to CassandraMacMinistries.com. You can become a member of the Cassandra Mac YouTube channel. So we now offer memberships where there is more deep dive content. If you go to the YouTube channel, the link is in the description box and you click on the join button. You'll see the different offerings that come with the three tiers of membership. You can also follow me on Instagram. So those are all the ways that you can keep in touch on social media as well as Facebook. The links again are in the video, uh, the, I'm sorry, the podcast description box. So let us end with prayer. Dear God, thank you for reminding us that we are not going crazy when we clearly see that somebody is dealing with us in a passive aggressive way. Help us to be mindful and prayerful. Help us to even pray for those who persecute us. Help us to start to discern people, situations and experiences more clearly with your leading and you guiding us. Thank you for reminding us, Father God, that we need to question, does a fountain send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? We thank you for that reminder. Help us to be reminded of this scripture when somebody is dealing with us in a bitter way and we question the validity of what it is we are experiencing with that individual. Help us to have wisdom in dealing with different personality types and help us to stay true to who we are in you, regardless of how other people behave. We thank you. We ask that you help us to be better, help us to do better, help us to be more Christ-like in our ways and in our dealings and in our thinking and in our heart. We seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. See you next week.